Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, July 19th. Shouting His Gratitude. Today's scripture reading is found in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19, from the message translation, which reads, It happened that as he made his way toward Jerusalem, he crossed over the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten men, all lepers, met him. They kept their distance, but raised their voices, calling out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Taking a good look at them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. They went, and while still on their way, became clean. One of them, when he realized that he was healed, turned around and came back, shouting his gratitude, glorifying God. He kneeled at Jesus' feet, so grateful. He couldn't thank him enough, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus said, Were not ten healed? Where are the nine? Can none be found to come back and give glory to God except this outsider? And then he said to him, Get up on your way. Your faith has healed you. This is God's Word. Author Diana Butler Bass, I told you I'd be visiting her book Grateful a few times this week. Well, she traces the recent history of gratitude in Western culture, specifically how in the 1700s philosophers like John Locke argue that public life and politics should be separated from gratitude, which was simply an unfitting emotion within a realm that was meant to be one of reason, rules, and laws. Thanks, John, et al. And thus, gratitude was exiled to the private sphere, where it became a soft virtue reserved for drawing rooms, dance halls, romances, and novels of manners. Gratitude was reduced to mere, mostly feminine sentiment. Bass observes that most of the gratitude books on her desk make this emotive point visually, with pastel covers often illustrated with flowers and titles written in flowing fonts. Ah, gratitude. It's so sweet. All right, come to think of it, I've never seen a men's Bible study focused on gratitude. No 1,000 manly gifts by Arnold Voskamp. Okay, no, we yield the floor on that one to you ladies. Gratitude has been feminized, observes Bass, losing its intellectual bite as it is relegated to mere feelings. And yet gratitude is a feeling. It is an emotion. Gratitude is something that humans, male and female, feel arising primarily in our hearts with a sort of wildly unpredictable pleasure attending it. Okay, that's that's Diana Butler Bass again. Witness the leper. Well, at least one of them. Ten leprous men. And no, the Greek word is not the generic people, but the specific adult males. These ten leprous adult males encounter Jesus as he crosses the border between Galilee and Samaria. And may we just pause here to note that Jesus was, is, and remains one who crosses borders. Jesus is always 
crossing borders and rupturing boundaries. Count on it. And so he does here. And then he encounters the case of the ten leprous men, who, unlike some other lepers Jesus has encountered, don't rush up to him, but observe the culturally practiced social distancing that involved not six feet, but more like 16. They didn't push it, but they did yell. Peterson says they raised their voices, plural, but in the original, it's singular. They raised one common voice of imperative need and urgent request. And Jesus took their measure, visually, from afar. He beheld them or took a good look at them. And then he told them to go show themselves to the priest, presumably to a Samaritan priest since they were in Samaria. Think on the implications of that one for just a moment which is what a leper would do when there had been a change in their condition. You'd go to the priest, just like we go to the doctor. Which, clearly, there hasn't been a change yet since they're standing there crying out in unison for cleansing. But they turn to report to the local priest anyway. And on the way, they were, all of them, healed. Cleansed of the disease and stigma and social distance in a moment. It's hard to imagine this not evoking deeply felt gratitude in each one of them. But the fact is that only one of them came back to Jesus to express it to the author of their freedom, or at least in the presence of the author of his freedom. Unfortunately, I suspect this is not unusual. For how many of us do go back to thank those who have impacted us, rather than merely going our merry way rejoicing? How many of us actually take the time to go back and say, thank you, rather than just taking it and going? How many of us will more readily take the time and effort to register a complaint about poor service, rather than posting a five-star review for great service, or going the extra mile to do it in person? Imagine that! Or even better, both. So often, we don't. But one of these men did. He felt it, and he expressed it, personally, verbally, bodily. He came back and shouted his gratitude in a loud voice. And since social distancing was no longer a factor, he fell on his knees before the one who had healed him. Leave it to the foreigner to be the one who comes back to say, Thank you, observes Jesus. Leave it to someone who is out of the box to do something out of the box, like expressing gratitude. It's a sad ratio here, reflecting our human gratitude gap. One out of ten. Maybe, just maybe, we can close the gap a bit today. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, when's the last time you went back to thank someone for the impact they just had on your life? Why can this be such an elusive practice for us? How are you being challenged personally to close the gratitude gap? How can we work towards closing this gap culturally, 
and communally. Lord, work into me deeper and deeper rhythms of gratitude, of thankfulness, of meaningfully expressed appreciation. Show me how to do my part to close the gratitude gap all around us, to shape a more grateful culture, a more graceful community, a more thankful personal and collective heart. I confess, Lord, I cannot conjure this. My bent is towards the grading rather than the grateful, the assumption of privilege than the humility of thanksgiving, the accumulation of gripes rather than the multiplication of gratitude. So work these rhythms of thanksgiving and gratitude and appreciation like a holy yeast into the whole batch of dough that is me, that is us. For your mercies.